0: Welcome to the Pugilist Podcast presented by Hack Daniels Media, hosted by Mark Hack Daniels and Robert Meyer. We're bringing you all the fight action you can imagine. Everything you see, we see, we're bringing you commentary. Whether it be UFC, 1FC, PFL, Bellator, doesn't matter. If they're fighting, we're watching, we're talking about it. Thanks for sticking with us. Enjoy our episodes. Back again. Robert. It's Robert. Just, it Bobby. just keeps keeps getting better, dude better and better and better and better what does life life (laughs) mma the show we're growing you know branching out (laughs) yeah just like got loads of content to talk about dude i mean it's just been nuts man
1: our nuts dropped and the uh yeah you know we're we're we're
0: putting our big big boy pants on
1: (laughs) yeah yeah i mean it's just um i missed a little bit
0: dude um i didn't get to catch all the the one fights uh, because they are kind of on an awkward channel. You know, it's like they haven't really built that, like, marketing yet. So, like, if you don't catch a commercial randomly, like, I don't often think to look.
1: Yeah, so, and I feel like unless you're a hardcore fan, like, a super hardcore fan, like, you just, you're just you not going to fucking know about it.
0: I'm, like, hardcore enough to watch it if if I catch it, but I may yeah. not, like, pull up their website and be like, hmm, wonder when their next TNT event's on or whatever.
1: Yeah, I had no but, fucking clue that there's a one a event last night. Yeah, no. No so, fucking idea.
0: Instagram informed me that Eddie Alvarez just got fucking mauled. So he did like a hot turn, and you know I, I don't know if it's because you know obviously I don't know if he filled in I don't know the details, but um, after that last DQ, I mean he barely fought, which so, got
1: overturned to yeah, a, no like a no contest, no contest, right? Or so, a draw or something like that. Now
0: um, he must have just I don't know if he was a fill in or what, but dude, this dude, co or ko was wrecking his ass, at least in the highlights that I saw. Yoon. So, okay. Maybe, maybe I caught something different on the, the, uh, banner, you know, like, I don't know many of these one fighters.
1: I'm always confused by, I mean, this guy sounds Korean, right? Akrae Coon, but so on Wikipedia, he's, he's Akrae Koon, but I'm sure dog he's Ray. Yoon Ak. Mm. So uh, I don't, I don't know how, how it works. Who
0: knows, dude? He put a whooping on old Eddie, though. Looked like yeah, it,
1: yeah. At that from what I saw. I mean, Eddie dropped a decision. Looking at the results, uh, but I saw a couple highlights, and and yeah, Eddie got uh, got tuned up pretty bad.
0: The highlights felt very one sided. I like Eddie Alvarez, man. I think he's a great fighter, but something's not working for him lately. He
1: hasn't. Uh, he hasn't done good in, in one. He's I think only had one win, and, and granted, that was over a tough guy in uh, Edward, uh, Fola Yang. Um but he lost his, his one debut by punches. He got finished in the first round, and then he got DQ'd, and then he loses this decision. Um You know, and this is a guy who fucking gave Justin Gaethje his, you know, knocked out Gaethje, gave him his first official defeat in MMA. Uh, yeah, a no, the- I mean,
0: so if I remember correctly, I mean, he, he's like – you can't call him a journeyman because he's held some straps, but like he almost is like this weird crossover journeyman type where, you know, he's streaky ish and and then he finds his way into the right fights. He wins a belt here and there and then doesn't look very impressive at all, but I like him. I, I mean, he's a banger man. He goes in there and fights every single time.
1: Yeah. I mean, he's a, he's a crowd pleasing dude. The thing with Eddie Alvarez, I mean, one, he's 37 years old and two, like he hasn't, uh, had a career where he's he's fought defensively it's been constant aggression like you look at every yeah. single like big fight he's been in <laughs> like sure. y- you go back to him and like dream when he went to war with yokim hansen and, and tatsuya uh, kawajiri like those are fights that like take years off your life you know and he he's maintained that throughout his entire mma career and i think For now sure. maybe maybe things are catching up to him you know
0: yeah and that's unfortunate because i like him but um yeah, not, not really good. I mean, I don't, I don't know if it, nothing else really stood out to me on the one card. I mean, they only, I think they only do like three or four fights when they're on American TV.
1: Yeah, one on TNT four had three, three fights on the main card. They had a, a light heavyweight title fight. Uh, a a freshman uh, defended his title, Rainier de Rider. Rainier de Rider. I wonder <laughs> how GSP would pronounce that. Oh boy! But uh, yeah, he won a. a Won the uh, vacant light heavyweight championship uh, huh. via decision. huh Shinye Aoki also fought on that card. He fought on the prelim card, which is super fucking weird, considering Shinya is
0: huge draw.
1: Yeah, he's a household name over in over in Asia. I don't know why well, they wouldn't put him. Just the
0: hardos like us would know him. You know.
1: Yeah, but yeah, I mean, regardless, like that he, dude has he a very got crowd a, pleasing. He got a UFC fight, didn't he? At least one, two. No, he never. He fought never in did. UFC. He fought in Strike Force and he fought um, th- in Bellator.
0: Think, yeah, I'm thinking, oh, maybe it was Bellator that I thought. Okay, yeah, that makes more sense. And,
1: and he got his ass kicked in both organizations.
0: I mean, he was really always kind of just a pure grappler and like a very strange grappler, right? Like he... he, um, He's
1: I a very violent grappler.
0: Yeah, I don't feel like he was ever a stud per se on his feet, though. I mean, a lot of no. Japanese fighters weren't. They knew just enough to... Not get clocked in the first couple of minutes until they could get him down, you know. Generally speaking, that's that was my experience. I mean that's cha- Gomi kind of changed a lot of that. But um yeah, they I've never seen many Japanese fighters just pure strikers, you know. So but yeah, <laughs> yeah. a little weird, a little weird that they would let him uh because I would think he's semi known in the you know the, the hardcore fan base that people oh, dude, would know him.
1: Yeah, I mean, with the exception of fighting in the UFC, I mean, he's fought in every major promotion. Um, he's got you know fifty fights. He's been he's been fucking competing forever since like two thousand three or something like that. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's right. been around. Uh, huge wins underneath his you know on his resume. Um, yeah, I'm surprised they put him on the prelim card.
0: I think they missed a mark on that one, bud.
1: Yeah, but he won. He uh, he tapped out Edward uh, foleyang in in the first round with an armbar. I saw the highlight for that one. That was a, a, a pretty slick armbar. Once Aoki gets you to the ground, though, man, you're you're pretty much you're fucked.
0: in some seriously deep water. Yeah, yeah. Because he is very unconventional too. He does some really strange shit. He's kind of long. He's got you know he's very highly highly flexible. So, um, I w- I would almost say he's like a violent version of like a Eddie Bravo or something like with that weird kind of really unconventional sort of jiu-jitsu
1: style you know oh yeah i mean super flexible on the ground i mean he's he's tapped out guys with gogo gogo platas before yeah you don't out.
0: see that you don't see that often man No,
1: yeah his his legs work like arms yeah um,
0: those gogos dude that's like omas and Go Go's man you don't see those very often at least not not in like a super violent competition maybe in like a pure grappling but in an mma competition you don't hear about that very often mm. at all
1: yeah it's i think it's a very tricky uh submission to pull sure. off right uh colby northcutt sage northcutt's uh sister she also fought on that one card on the prelim card really yep yeah she won um an armor in the first round too is um, she like a traditional martial artist like
0: sage is yeah yep yeah. yep dude i, I like sage I was interested to see, you know, I think he, he got into the UFC probably a little too early, and then he got his fucking skull fractured or whatever in one. but um, that kid's impressive, man. He's an incredible athlete.
1: Yeah.
0: So I yeah. would look, you know, when he gets some some more experience under his belt, like, I think we'll see a part due in uh, the UFC for him or another bigger promotion. You know, I don't think one is it for him at all. So, that
1: dude's physique is absolutely insane. Oh, I mean.
0: Yeah, it's madness. I mean, that kid is.
1: Built like a superhero. Yeah, looks like no. fucking Captain America.
0: Yeah, no, he's that kid's legit, dude.
1: Okay,
0: PFL was on,
1: and I missed that one too. I feel like a fucking asshole missing this shit. We're talking, we're doing an MMA podcast, and, and I'm missing MMA events.
0: Well, we have life to live. We but do. I mean, that's yeah. you know, so that's like kind of one of those things, dude. Like I keep talking about how the the market's sort of really getting flooded, right? So you're gonna have. Wednesday night seems to be kind of one's night. If they put them on TNT Mm -hmm. PFL is probably going to occupy Thursday. Bellator seems to hold Friday. You know, the UFC traditionally has always held Saturday. I think when they were on Fox, they ran some Sunday shows. I wonder if they'll do that now with ABC or ESPN plus, but you know, you're bound to miss a couple, man. You can't, you know, you're not going to be able to catch it all. Yep. Uh, Yeah. The good good thing is like on-demand TV is available. So, you, you know, I'm, for sure going to go back and watch more than the highlights, but um excited to see Rory McDonald. He look good.
1: Yeah, man. How can you not like Rory McDonald? You know?
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, I think PFL for this stage in his career, dude, after kind of, you know, he went on a good run in Bellator and then sort of had a fall from grace. You know, obviously we saw what he did in the UFC. He was incredible in the UFC. It's like really basically cut his teeth in the UFC. Um, but I think the PFL, Sort of makes sense for him. And this Millender kid that he fought, that he was like getting. He was, from what I was reading online, he was pretty highly touted. That dude's been clearing some dudes out.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't know much about uh, Millender. I know. I know that he he fought in the UFC and had some had some decent wins in the UFC. Um, I think outside
0: anyway. the UFC, he's known for headhunting, Man, I think he's put some dudes away. And they were, you know, obviously McDonald's been put away before, so they were looking. You know, from what I was reading, they were expecting, you know, him to be really dangerous for McDonald. I mean, maybe that's why McDonald took him down pretty quickly in that first round. I saw the highlights. I don't think the fight lasted, didn't go outside the first round, didn't last very long. He sunk in a nasty rear neck choke, man. Yeah,
1: 338 of the first round.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, nice and dry, not too sweaty yet, you know.
1: Yeah, you know, PFL just seems like a, a clean organization to me right now. Um, very few fuck ups. Like it seems like they have they, you know, they understand what they're doing, um, and, they, yeah. and they they do it well. And yeah, for whatever reason, um, I think Rory's a, a really good fit for that for that promotion. And if he keeps winning, I mean, he's he's easily going to be a, a a poster boy. You know, face of the organization. Yeah, for
0: sure. No, for sure, he's going to be a big name in any organization he fights in. But he's sort of you know cream of the crop over there. You know, they have yeah. Anthony Pettis, but I mean, you know, obviously if you're not winning, yep, it, your name doesn't really matter.
1: Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good for Rory. I, I was really let down by how we performed at Bellator. You know, I mean, he, he fought the best of the best when he was there. Um, yeah. But I think he lost more than I based on, like I mean, if, if, if,
0: if you watch his post-fight interviews and stuff though, he was obviously going through some stuff. Yeah. Um, I think that happens to fighters, man. Some of these guys, like, I think even Dustin Poirier was saying, like, I don't like doing this anymore, you know, like, like hurting people. Like there's, I think some of these kids come in young and hungry
1: mm-hmm. and they
0: want to bang and they want to put dudes away and clear them out. And, and then it, you know, as it becomes more and more of a job, like you just want to secure a future for your family, but you don't want to just go in there skull crushing, you know? Sure. Yeah. So I mean, I think they go fighters. I think, you know, I I don't know. I'm not a fighter. Um, but I think they definitely go through some weird kind of roller coaster emotions, you know.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I imagine that um, spending it, you, your professional career fighting other people takes a takes a toll on you in one way, shape, or form, <laughs> right?
0: Yeah, and I would say like mixed martial arts maybe even a little different because it is the violence is far and above what many other sports do, you know. Yeah, it's it's just a lot more pure violence like you know it's the closest thing to like a street fight yes but a highly highly skilled street fight obviously so yeah yeah i think it's a little i think it's a little different
1: there's some big names that fought uh fought on the main card of uh pfl2 chris Camosi ufc vet fought on there he lost a a decision dude i Um, like
0: Camosi man that's he crossed back over to glory was doing some kickboxing stuff he yeah. had a decent run in the UFC. I mean, uh, you know, he wasn't great, but he's fun to watch fight for sure.
1: He had some good wins, and the thing about Komosey is like he would—he almost had like he was like an early version of Kevin Holland. Like he'd take anything, he would just take a fight. Yeah. yeah, if a fight came up and they needed him, like Komosey was a guy, uh, and you saw that when he fought Jockery twice, and you know, I mean, he got. Yeah, he it's got kind of one of those Jacare. things. Like
0: it's kind of one of those things. Like best whore always gets fucked, though. You know, like look at what's t- t- happening to Holland. Like he's dude. Dio Sanchez pulled out of that fight. Yeah. So Cerrone's looking for a partner. Holland was the first one to step up. Right. Yep. But I mean, it's like, you know, when you do shit like that, Cowboy's the same way. When you do shit like that, you're bound to lose a, you know, a lot. You're going to lose a lot. You know, you sure. just are, you can't, there's no way you, you could prepare for these guys at that level. No. And, and think you're, you know, you going to come in and keep clearing it out. So I'd like, I'd like to see that fight though.
1: I think the Holland and Cerrone fights, um, not to get too off track from the PFL, but, um, that's a, that's a, a really good matchup. I think yeah. I like that. fight. It's just, well,
0: well, I guess what my point was though, like a guy like Kamozi he probably suffered a lot of losses that maybe he didn't need to take, you know, maybe with yeah. better time, better preparation, stuff like that. Cause he's a, he's an incredibly talented fighter. Like, you know, I'm not saying, he, you know, he was ever going to be like a high end contender, but he's a good fighter.
1: Yeah. I, uh, I don't know. I always appreciated his fights. I thought uh, I thought he was very entertaining. I
0: don't yeah, I don't think I've ever seen a, a fight he was in that wasn't exciting. And I appreciate no. that. You know, win or lose, yeah. you gotta appreciate that.
1: Yeah. He fought a, a stud dude though. Argentinian guy, uh nicknames He Man, Emiliano Sordi. Uh pretty nice run in PFL right now. Hmm.
0: There were there was a couple other uh UFC veterans on there too. It Wasn't like Vinny Vinnie and a couple other guys on there?
1: No, Tom Lawler fought on the prelim card. He lost uh, via guillotine choke in the first round. Tom Lawler, if you don't yeah. know, uh, has the, like the best old workouts. T- what is it? He's weigh-ins. like Dirty Tom
0: or something, isn't he? Dirty Tom Lawler or whatever. Filthy. A- Filthy Tom Lawler.
1: Filthy Tom Lawler.
0: He's an exciting fighter, though.
1: Yeah, I think he, when he was on the Ultimate Fighter, he and I think he the was maybe one of the guys that ate semen covered sushi. Oh, remember that? That's so bad. Yeah, it was disgusting. Probably the nastiest like prank they pulled in, in tough history. I think that was Kyle Kingsbury who uh, jizzed on some uh, sushi. That's so put bad. it in the fridge. Yeah. Uh, or maybe he ate like piss soaked watermelon or something like that. I don't know. But uh, Gleason, Gleason Tabao, uh, a longtime UFC vet. He also fought on the main card of uh, PFL two, lost a decision. Not a good night for the UFC vets with the exception of uh, Rory, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Ray Cooper the third fought too. He's an interesting dude. Heavy hitter likes to knock people out. Um, big wins in the PFLs. Beat Jake Shields twice, uh, huh. and he won via arm triangle choke in the first round. So good, good for him.
0: So that's that's a must watch. PFL. Yeah, I, I mean it's it'll yeah. be on. Uh, it's on ESPN plus. So it's in their content. So I'm going to go back and watch it for sure. Those, those, uh, I saw some of the highlights, especially, you know, specifically where McDonald was their main event, but you were talking about the promotion value for PFL. You're right. It looks super clean, dude. I love the fighters. They walk out, they're basically ready to fight, kick their sandals off, get their Vaseline on their face and they're in there ready to bang, you know? Yeah. So there's no like added drama, you know, I think, um, I think what the UFC does is great, but sometimes it's overhyped, you know, Two dudes are gonna get in a cage and scrap. Like just let that be, you know, you don't need any extra promotion, in my opinion. Sometimes just let them fight.
1: Yeah, they they just they know what they are and they just they do it well. Um yeah. you can't you can't hit on that. I also really like their logo too.
0: Yeah, no, it's With clean. Those, I I think um yeah. I think what they're doing makes sense. It definitely helps um professionalize the sport, you know, or you know, as it as it relates to, you know, other leagues if you will other league sports like football baseball whatever it's very clean very you know i think the ufc started doing that you know as they changed uniforms and all that stuff and they cleaned it all up and they got rid of all the extra bullshit Mm -hmm. so yeah it definitely professionalizes a very individual sport which i i appreciate yeah so all right what uh so the the Bellator card suffered a big drop here, man. Yo Romero and Anthony Johnson are not fighting.
1: Yeah, man, that hit me once when, when you told me that, that, uh, I felt like I got hit in the stomach. I was yeah. really fucking looking forward to that. So, fight.
0: I mean, I think it's, you know, it's a failed medical screening.
1: What's that mean?
0: It could either mean like he's old as fuck and, <laughs> you know, he, we should have saw that coming and just didn't cause it was going to be such a great fight or it could be COVID, I guess. I don't see why. It w- I think that if it was COVID, I think that's what they would have announced. But, uh, yeah, I haven't found any more information on it. And I think it was just, um, you know, we're recording this a little later, but I think it just occurred.
1: You know, yeah. You so know, that's within- like until they totally got scrapped, they're not going to replace uh, – Um. like they're not going to, you know, get a replacement for Anthony Johnson.
0: In, on one night's notice? I mean, Yeah. Uh, no. there can't be many guys that would be willing to even do that.
1: Can you imagine, like – Getting a call, you're a Bellator light heavyweight, and Scott Coker calls you up and he's like, "Yo, dude, we need you to fight Rumble Johnson tomorrow." So coming off like a four-year
0: hiatus, if there was ever a time you were going to do that, like maybe, it's, oh, yeah, you know, maybe Good this point. is the time. However, light heavyweights are big dudes, bro. There aren't that many that are walking around on weight. Yeah, yeah you know like there's no way some dude on one night's notice is going to come in and make 205 man it's not going to happen
1: or maybe they and, get it m- they have,
0: i'm guessing they would have waited it's thursday night as we record they would have waited tonight to fight tomorrow so i don't I think it's literally impossible you know i don't think anybody would even sanction that
1: oh wait that fu- that fucking event isn't until may 7th oh fuck that's right i thought it was tomorrow yeah so they do have some time to get a, pro- a, re- a replacement maybe maybe they will okay who's fighting tomorrow uh, I don't think there is a Bellator event tomorrow.
0: Holy shit, dude. Am I a whole week off?
1: You might be. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm a whole week off on Bellator. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah there's no Bellator event All right. Tomorrow. Well,
0: so that's not as big a kick in the dick then.
1: <laughs> no, maybe they can get a, you know, like a, a surging, a middleweight who, uh, you I'm know, balloons sure. up to 205. Dude, I'm
0: still not sure somebody's going to come in on a week notice and fight a hungry Anthony Johnson who's like needs to come back and make a statement, you know?
1: Yeah, but, I think uh, I think that's going to be a tough uh billet to fill. And I, that, don't know well, that, I mean, but that fucks the whole tournament
0: then that we keep talking about and how great it is.
1: Well, I think you know, I mean from what I just saw that they're going to try and reschedule that that fight for a later date, so it'll still, you know, be part of the light heavyweight tournament and just won't occur on May 7th anymore.
0: So they have so from what you're looking at on your computer screen there, they didn't say anything about his condition or whatever. You
1: no. Know, it just said we'll fail. You know, Yoel uh, failed his uh, pre-fight medical.
0: I mean, yeah, that could be a myriad of things, man. That's interesting. I wonder yeah. whether I wonder if they're forced to make it public at all or not.
1: Uh, let's see. Bellator statement on Yoel Romero: Yoel Romero did not clear pre-fight medical testing as a result, his debut against uh, Rumble has been postponed. Bellator will confirm a tournament alternate alternate to face Rumble Johnson in the lightweight grand prix as soon as possible okay so bellator so
0: so i like that they're finding an alternate in the sort of first round rather than you get too deep and then like a guy who didn't go through the original fights just steps in at the last minute you know i mean it's a cool opportunity for that guy but it fucks the tournaments you know so yeah that's the risk with these mma tournaments man is these dudes kind of get beat the fuck up in these fights so
1: you think maybe they should have had alter, like alternative fighters already set though.
0: I sort of feel like that would have been a smart business plan.
1: Yeah, I mean Strike Force had that, you know, with Scott Cooker and they had that with uh, the Strike Force World Heavyweight Grand Prix that DC ended up uh filling in for and he ended up fucking winning that thing.
0: Yeah. It's interesting. Like DC,
1: yeah, DC wasn't uh, originally a part a part of that. Um hmm.
0: So, like I said, it's a cool opportunity for guys when they make it in. It's just with the MMA tournaments, man. These dudes get beat, man. That, Like, you know, fuck. I mean, look at Weidman, dude. He fractures leg in half. I mean, if that happens in a, a tournament, like, you can't wait the fucking year or more. It's probably going to take for someone to heal, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, it would well, be interesting to see how that one develops.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to think about other, like, prominent light heavyweights that Bellator. Uh...
0: Well, I mean... Th- Obviously, three of them are already in there and have fought, two of which have lost. So,
1: Yeah, fuck, man. I can't really think of any. Let's see. I don't know. I mean, looking at their website, they've got, uh, I don't know, a handful of dudes, Tyree Fortune, Christian Edwards, Chuck Campbell, Lee Chadwick. Maybe they'll get a guy like Lee Chadwick. He's, you know, 26-15 record. I don't know. I'll be paying attention to it though. Yeah,
0: that was a interesting development. Yeah, I think I I think I got ahead of myself when I saw that he dropped. I was like, oh shit.
1: That just goes to show, though, man. Like with Bellator, I don't know what it is. I th- they're just like a jinxed organization. There's always fuckery with their events. Always some type of bullshit comes up. Like there's something weird that always goes down. Like during the event. Yeah. They're just they're they're plagued.
0: Huh. Guess i don't i mean i watch the fights but i don't pay that close attention to like all the extra shit with bellator you know like I'll, yeah. if it's if it's a fight that i really want to watch i'll watch it but i don't you know i don't follow them enough to pick up on any of the shenanigans
1: sure but yeah. with them
0: being on friday i'm i'm for sure gonna start
1: Fuck, that's a bummer though
0: yeah oh we'll just have to wait and see i really wanted to see that fight man
1: yeah yeah even if it doesn't happen in the light heavyweight grand prix, I think regardless of what happens, like they'll eventually try and make that fight. In I feel
0: yeah, if, the, if he, as long as he's healthy, I feel like that's a fight they have to make at this point. Once they've announced yeah. it, you're sort of committed, you know. Yeah. Huh. All right, man. Let's move on here. Reyes Prochaska,
1: May first, twenty twenty one, back at the UFC Apex. I wonder if they're gonna are they gonna have fans in attendance there? I don't think so, right? Because so they've it's had in like. Uh
0: yeah, it's in Nevada they're not quite open yet. Um but they've had like the limited you know fans yeah. here here and there uh so I don't know. I don't know if you know they what they probably won't be capa- I mean they can't even really fit a lot of fans in there.
1: No, yeah, it's it's a pretty small area. It's right. also
0: a smaller octagon, which I didn't actually think would be that big of a difference, but after watching the jacksonville card i feel
1: like it is yeah man the the octagon uh dimensions obviously make a make a big difference depending on the type of fighter you are i think well it makes
0: me wonder like i think i called the nganu stipe fight pretty clean like pretty mm-hmm. much it happened the way i thought it would but they were in the smaller octagon yeah so i wonder if it was bigger if Stepe could have got on his horse a little bit more you know
1: yeah yeah maybe if uh they do a trilogy fight they'll do it in a major stadium, you know, yeah. With a big octagon. See if that makes a difference.
0: I mean, I don't, yeah. I think, do you think that fight happens?
1: Well, it's steepening and three. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I, I want to see anytime two guys fight twice and they're one and one, I want to see a third fight, you know? Yeah, I agree. I just don't think
0: it's relevant right now.
1: I, th- I think there's a lot of, um, you know, I think the John Jones thing going up to heavyweight right now is kind of superseding everything else in that division right now. It's like, what is John Jones going to do? Is he going to, you know, eventually uh, get his management shit straightened out and, you know, settle on a a, a fair purse and then fighting Ganu or yeah. if not? Yeah, I mean, because right now I think they're slated to having Ganu defend his title against uh, the Black like Beast, Derek Lewis. And that, yeah. I'm
0: excited for that fight too, though. Dude,
1: how could he not? Side, be? Note,
0: side note, bro. Did you see John Jones at 250 pounds sprinting at 20 miles an hour? No, I did not. You got to get on Instagram, my man. That's fucking yeah. impressive.
1: Yeah, dude. He's a freaking nature, man. He is a little special. You know, yeah, I mean, no, he's not a little special. I mean, he's a lot special.
0: On or off drugs, he's clearly got something going, which has sort of always been mystifying to me. Like, why he ever would have. You know, been on drugs. I think the one time he he proved that he wound up getting tainted supplements, but and then I don't I don't know. I feel like he hit twice for performance enhancers though, didn't he? Plus the coke, or was it coke and perform? I don't remember. It's happened so much with him, I don't know. (laughs) But uh, yeah, he's a fucking freak, man. Dude, a two hundred and fifty pound man sprinting at twenty miles an hour is fucking impressive. So he is clearly putting in work.
1: Dude, if I tried to sprint at 20 miles per hour, my knees would literally disintegrate and I wouldn't have legs anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah.
1: I'd be done. Dude,
0: I'd low key done. sneaky good card coming up here on on Saturday.
1: Yeah, main card's interesting. It's a big main card too. There's like six fights on it or something like that. And then there's uh six fights on the prelim card too, so they're really stacking this with uh with matchups. Yeah, main card's uh main card's good. A great main event between uh, two, you know, two light heavyweights who are uh, very close in rankings together. Uh, a really good co-main uh, with fan favorite Cubs Swanson. And, uh, yeah, some other some other big names on there. Even on the prelim card, you got like a guy like Luke Sanders uh, fighting on the prelim card. Um, you know, Luke Sanders, who uh, pretty violently knocked out uh, Hennon Burrow. Um, so, yeah, some... It looks are good. You, I think it'll be sure a good he's card. Fi-
0: oh, there he is. Yeah. Okay. Who? Cub? Uh, I did I didn't catch it. No, I was looking for Luke Sanders. I just found him. Wow, I he's like way down on the yeah, he's way down on the prelims. Yeah. Uh this this Mark I've been watching uh Random Marcos, man. She's training hard. She's a little streaky, but this could be a good fight. And she's welcoming uh Luana Pinahero to the UFC for her first bout. And from what I read, Pinahiro's you know, people are excited about her so it could be a good one so that's your last that's your last prelim fight so that'll probably be featured on well these will all be featured on espn but that one a little more
1: prominently who's this uh luana pinero Uh,
0: i I don't know much about her i just read some stuff and saw some social media on her and you know she looks she looks fit
1: Uh, brazilian girl eight and one is a pro nice record Miranda Marcos is ten and 10, 10, 10 and one. So, she loses this one. She's got
0: A little streaky. A she is.
1: Yeah, I mean, she's on a three fight losing skid right now too. Yeah, it's really kind of a interesting. Yeah, yeah, she lost to uh, Amanda Hebas, uh, Mackenzie Dern, and uh, Kanako Murata. Mackenzie uh, Armbar,
0: remember that? That's, yeah, that's it. But I mean, that you know that division is stacked. The female strawweight divisions there's some really incredible fighters in there so um, but yeah Randa, Randa's not all that impressive she's hung she's in got to, and had
1: some entertaining fights but she's got to win this fight big time otherwise she's gone
0: I can't imagine the UFC would hold on to anybody with a losing record
1: I think they did it with Artem Lobov for a little while
0: Well, okay so it's because his homie was Connor come on <laughs>
1: And because uh, Artem was uh, very much a, a fan favorite, you know. It
0: well, was very exciting. Yeah. Anybody who's... Uh, the Russian Hammer has, like, a weird Russian-Irish accent thing going for him. Like, people are going to be into that. With his and little g- T-Rex arms. And the guy was... Ex- he was exciting to watch, though. It was. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I get it. But, you know, Connor had a lot to do with that. Because he, he wasn't that good.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, and, and Artem had, like a really interesting story coming up on the ultimate fighter, you know, like he lost his initial fight and then they brought him back, Yeah, you know, and then he goes on to compete in the finals and, and, you know, I mean, he loses to, to Ryan Hall, but, um, you know, it was a, it was a good story. And then uh, when he was on the ultimate fighter, I think he knocked out every single one of his opponents. Pretty sure he did. Yeah. Yeah. Like he looked, I mean, he, he definitely looked like the best fighter on that show. Yeah. All right,
0: man. (laughs) Juliana, Botello, Luana, Carolina. I don't know much about these girls. It's a flyweight belt, though. And that division needs some help.
1: Uh, Strawweight? Flyweight. Uh, women's flyweight, yeah. So
0: Valentina is just murdering people in that division. Like, You know, we need to see some promise there.
1: I think Otherwise, you're more versed on women's MMA than I am. I get confused with all these, with the divisions and, and who's, you know, yeah, who's coming up. And I have daughters,
0: dude, and I let them watch fights. Yeah, that's true. So I pick, you know, fighters that I think they could learn lessons from, like Yoana. I think she, um, that girl just can walk people down, you know, like, and Valentina, all of them, and I think it's, it's incredible. So yeah, I tend to, um, I never gave a fuck about women's sports until I had daughters. Couldn't give a fuck less, you know? And then now that it's relevant for me, like I pay attention, you know? Yeah. So I don't, I don't know these two girls though, <clears throat> but I would say there's no odds posted yet for them. Well, they're, they must just be split. Um, when in doubt, I tend to go with Brazilians. And if you're looking at unknowns. Yeah. So...
1: I like the nickname of uh, Luana Carolina, Carolina.
0: Mm. What's her nickname? Her nickname's dread. She has dreads. But I'm guessing that's like a Judge Dread spin, maybe.
1: I don't know. Or maybe like Dread, like, you know, Dread, Dread fighting me because I'm going to fucking take you to deep waters and fuck you up or something like that. That's fair. Or maybe. No, six and two. Is a pro. Lost her last fight. Lost by knee bar uh area Lipsky. Mm. yeah i don't know i don't know enough about him to make a you know an educated decision
0: it's a toss-up man I'm, I'm just gonna win it out like i said go with the brazilian
1: well i think they're both brazilians aren't they
0: uh i don't know base i'm just looking at uniforms here
1: yeah they're both so brazilians are they yeah fuck gotta pick one man they're both coming off losses one's coming off a knee bar loss one's coming off a decision loss i'm going with Potello.
0: i like this fight here dude mirage yeah disability and uh cody stamen
1: yeah i like cody stamen's story i feel bad for him he uh he lost a brother not too long ago that Um, sucks yeah, and that like last year. So, and he took a fight not too long after that. Uh, I remember that. Yeah, it was yeah. like close too, wasn't it? Like, like he fought Jimmy Rivera in a very, very
0: good fight. Like within a month or a week, even
1: his brother passed away in May of 2020, and then he fought Jimmy in July.
0: Oh, okay. I thought it was closer than that, but
1: I mean, it's still short turnaround time. Yeah, fuck yes. And
0: he's a good stamen's good though.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: but you know me. I love it that it's a, it's a, they're so closely ranked. You know, uh, Dishavili's 12, Stamen's 13 yep. at, at Bantamweight. So I love that. But I have a really, really hard time picking against somebody whose last name is Dishavili.
1: Yeah. You like the European dudes?
0: No, I like the Georgians. <laughs> and that name sounds like it's from Georgia to me. And, yeah. and odds are that since Giga is on there, they're probably G- flew him out at the same time. Maybe. So I'm going with Dishavili. I'm probably not saying that right. It's Shavili, whatever. Those are hard names to pronounce. I can just recognize them.
1: Uh, they're, Val- just in- Val- they're, they're just incredible kickboxers, dude. J- just call him his nickname, The Machine. Okay. The machine. the machine. Yeah, yeah, he
0: looks violent as fuck. Um, and I like his style. I love the something about those guys in Georgia, Croatia, a couple of those countries like that. They're just, they're, their kickboxing is crisp and it's it's highly suitable for mixed martial arts
1: yeah but Mur- uh, he's a judoka he's a, a, a black belt in ju- judo and uh has a like a Sambo fine. background fine
0: right. but they don't come from there and not know how to kickbox dude they just don't sorry no
1: yeah yeah i mean he trains under um the Saro longo banner out in uh, Long Island.
0: Oh yeah, he's definitely. I mean, yeah. So Longo was a kickboxing cat.
1: Did I ever tell you the time I met Matt Sarah?
0: I never met Matt Sarah. I wish I could. Uh, I think you meeting Matt Sarah would have been fun to watch.
1: Well, so my wife and I were in New York for a wedding, and uh, after the wedding was done, we we went into the city for a couple of days, and you know, got a hotel, and we were just hanging out and we decided to walk. That was my first time in New York. So we leave the hotel and we walk out around the corner and uh, it was hot as fuck. I remember. And, all of a sudden, I just, I look to my left and there's fucking Matt Sarah standing there just like on the fucking sidewalk, like looking at his phone. And I I like, you know, I'm f- completely fucking starstruck and I I just shout, I am like, I just go, Matt Sarah. <laughs> 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 and he like, you know, he looks up from his phone and, you know, and, and, and in typical Matt Sarah fashion, he was extremely friendly and, you know, he seems like warm. a
0: super approachable dude.
1: Oh my God. He totally was. And uh, I was just like you know I, I was i was fucking nut hugging him super hard you know big fan blah 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 i took a picture with him and uh he was actually getting ready to go uh to the Jim Norton studio to do the the podcast with with Jim nice and i just like caught him at the right time that's awesome um, he gave me a little shout out on that fucking podcast too yeah so yeah <laughs> yeah i like it I think he was, he was basically just talking about how just a random weird fan like approached him on the <laughs> on the street. <laughs> Matt Sarah, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. It was it was awkward, but uh, you know, well, I look, mean, that doesn't happen too often, you know, for me.
0: I think I'd probably fucking geek out a little bit if I was just rolling and all of a sudden Matt Sarah was just like there. I mean, I
1: don't know how the fuck that dude. I mean, this was well after his fighting career had ended, but like how he made like one fifty five and one seventy because that dude is a tank.
0: Oh, he's huge now. Um if you look back when he in his younger years, I mean he was fighting in the early UFCs. He wasn't yeah, he wasn't very big at all. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. Clearly trained harder and probably ate a whole lot less pasta. You know?
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think so. I think yeah, he's, so.
0: He's he uh what do you figure he walks now? Probably I bet he walks closer to two hundred pounds, I bet. Oh dude. He's, he's short, guy, right?
1: Yeah, he's not very yeah. tall at all. No, he he's short, stocky. I mean he's He's just, he's like a, a fucking stone fireplace. Yeah. You know, it was cool meeting him though.
0: Yeah. He, I, dude, I love him as a coach and a corner man personally. I, I think I, you know, he was a great fighter, but he's an incredible corner man.
1: Do you remember, um, did you ever watch the season four of the ultimate fighter? Of course the I comeback. Yeah. yeah. So do you remember, you know, Pete Cell was, was a buddy of his who was fighting yeah. on that show as well. And I, I just remember the in one of the fights that Pete Cell had, he kept putting his hand on the, on the floor when he was yeah. like in somebody's garden. Right. and Sarah just kept screaming, "Get your hand off the freaking floor!" Yeah, <laughs> in, right. in his New York accent, yeah. Great. He's always like, "Let's go, Aljo," because <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, he, he he trains
0: with uh, he trains Aljo, you know yeah. and Sterling, or at least with him. So yeah, yeah. he's a, he's just a, he's awesome, man. His I remember I was sitting character. with. I was sitting with. Uh, do you remember Delgado? Delgado, he, uh, he did some yeah, yeah. McMap with a, actually he taught our McMap class, but uh, I was watching. Uh, it was UFC sixty nine when Sarah knocked out fucking uh, GSP, GSP, and we were yeah. fucking losing our shit because <laughs> he he just he just landed that hand, man. And I thought I thought it was great for him. I I thought it was so cool that he won strap. You know, obviously GSP smashed him at UFC eighty four later on, but um you know he deserved it
1: it was cool it It was ufc 83 get your get your numbers right was it 83 yeah yeah i'm sorry was close thanks let me let me fact check check i'm gonna look like a fucking asshole it was definitely in canada though yep 83 sarah and St Pierre too 84 was um fuck who was that i think machita fought on that one you're probably (laughs) right right. yeah oh that's Penn and shirk yeah, and Ortiz and uh, Tito and Machida fought. Yeah.
0: You can go back and fact check me on 69 though, if you want.
1: No, that was definitely GSP and Sarah one. I know. It, yeah, was. Was, it was it was UFC 69 shootout. Remember when they used to put like the name? The, you know, yeah, the, they like had a- like
0: little nicknames and shit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Rapid fire and some other dumbass shit. I'm glad that they they can that.
0: Yeah, I mean, so Pride had that and it worked for Pride, but it, I feel like it never really worked for the UFC.
1: No, and like shootout. What's a fucking shootout? That's a hockey term, you know? Like. Right. I don't know. Yeah, no,
0: I just la- I like it better when it's just the fighters stand on who the fighters are, you know.
1: Yeah. So it's cleaner.
0: All right, man. Middleweight bout: Sean Strickland and Christoph Jotko.
1: Dude, both very tough middleweights. I like Sean Strickland a lot. He his initial UFC run. Um... Oh no, fuck! I must have him confused with somebody else. Never let. La- I mean, I like Sean Strickland. a No, lot. these guys uh, look
0: like they're gonna bang.
1: Dude, he's surging Sean Strickland. I think like this is like his his moment um where he's he's really gonna make a push into like the top ten in the, the middleweight division. I, I definitely um favor him more so than than Jocko and uh and I like Jocko too. Both guys I mean they're on they're on pretty impressive win streaks right now over some decent uh decent competitors. Um I think this is gonna be a, a really good fight. Really good fight.
0: Sean Strickland looks a lo- much bigger than Jodko. Uh,
1: Just at a he's... glance,
0: same height, but I'm talking in like frame. You know, it looks oh. like looks like Strickland might come down and weight more.
1: Yeah, I feel like Strickland when he first started competing in the UFC, he, um, well, he one he was competing at White, I believe. Um, mm. But he looked he looked real thin. But yeah, he's definitely he's definitely bulked up a little bit. But I, I definitely like uh Strickland in this fight. No, I'm i with I think. It. Yeah, I'm with you. He's a,
0: he is a, a pretty heavy favorite in that fight too. Is he? Yeah.
1: I like his style and uh I think he's he's a a middleweight that you need to really keep your eye on.
0: All right, what's this next one here? The Hulk. Ion,
1: Ion Kutalaba. Kutalaba and Dustin Jacoby.
0: The fuck is a the Hanyak. The <laughs> I wonder what that means. The nickname. I don't know. Oop, he's from Moldova. Where's that? I don't know. Somewhere in the somewhere near Georgia. One of those Eastern Bloc Russian type countries. <clears throat> look for this one to be a fucking standing bang. Uh over 80% KO for the Moldovan and 64% for um, Jacoby. So these boys are going to... yeah. Uh, kutzlava's coming off a loss too, but these boys are going to bang.
1: Coming off two losses, man. He got... Oh, I remember that. Yeah, he fought that uh, Ankalov, Magomed Ankalov, and got fucking smoked hmm. by him twice. And Justin uh, Dustin Jacoby's 4-5 win streak does look good.
0: Kutzlava's the favorite here, though. Is it really? Not by, yeah, not by much. And this is just right off the UFC website that I'm looking at. So, um, I don't know their rankings. You know, it's like an internal thing for them. So, I don't know. Dustin
1: Jacoby kind of looks like a Diaz brother. He does a little bit.
0: Yeah, he does in a weird way, huh?
1: Yeah, a little bit. I don't know, man. I I like Jacoby in this. Yeah, I think I do too. I do too. I I I tend to always favor guys that are like not coming off of like violent KO losses, and
0: that's a hard thing to come back from, man.
1: Yeah, the Hulk man, he got he got annihilated in his last fight.
0: Hmm. Dude, featherweight bout, get Chigadzi, Cub Swanson. I don't even want to pick this.
1: Yeah, you do. I You're mean, am a huge I, Cub Swanson fan. You're gonna I pick love Cub. Cub,
0: but I like Giga too, dude. And guess where Giga's from?
1: <laughs> from Georgia. He's From Georgia. Yeah, this wow, is a tough, tough fight for Cub. I think it's very, it's a very tough, tough fight. fight.
0: Giga, Giga's an interesting, um, interesting featherweight dude because he's six foot tall, so he's got he's got a four inch reach. Yeah, And a couple inches. Well, few, quite a few inches on Cub. But I love Cub, man. And they're Dude, ranked. Cub? They're closely you know, 14, 15 in ranking. I've seen Cub, Cub looked, fight in person. He's exciting.
1: Yeah, he looked, he looked really great in uh, the fight with uh, Daniel Pineda. Um, and that was a fight that I, I really thought uh, Pineda would win. Um, but I think he kind of gassed out and Cub just fucking swarmed him in the second mm-hmm. round and then knocked him out. Um, yeah, Cub looked Looked really good, and from what I've seen from uh, Giga, he's looked uh, very dangerous as of late,
0: for sure. But I'm not. I'm not sure that he's been tested. Like what Cub can throw at him. You know? He definitely does. I mean, uh, not in a, maybe, maybe have- not in a mixed martial arts fight. You know, so because Giga, Giga, if I remember his first fight in the UFC, he kind of looked like a fish out of water. You know, he can stand and bang, but um, good. Good fighters that have been in the cage a couple times can neutralize some of that. So,
1: Cubs definitely... uh, Dude, I
0: look for this to be one of the more exciting fights of the night, probably.
1: Cubs definitely more well-rounded, right? Like Giga's predominantly a, a, a striker. 100%. Whereas Cub can literally do everything. So, you know, you'll hear Joe Rogan and all that stuff talk about
0: how hard he's training on the ground and all that stuff, and that's probably true. But, I mean, you know, if you're a kickboxer your entire life and then, you know, you just decide okay i want to be a white belt in jujitsu like you're still way behind you know
1: and cubs a, cubs a legit like black belt in jujitsu
0: cub is like a legit every fucking thing you know yeah. whatever he's got he's legit yeah the dude's been around forever so <clears throat> i like both of these fighters Though i love giga style man i like i said man something about those guys um coming out of that region their kickboxing is just way more suited for uh for mixed martial arts than some other guys i've seen uh and i like both these fighters
1: um cubs also married to kendra perez not that that matters at all regarding this fight but i mean good for him
0: i don't even know what that means she's a
1: she's a model just look her up okay look her up and, and yeah you will you'll definitely uh say good for him cubs exciting dude
0: Yeah, I don't think Giga's ever been tested like he's about to get tested.
1: No, I mean that uh, maybe the UFC's, you know, looking at uh, this to to be his coming out party.
0: Oh, I think it has to right? be. Uh, yeah, I think it has to be. I think uh because he's shown a ton of potential and he's violent. He is a violent fighter. Yeah. But like I said, I don't like in the cage in the UFC, I don't think he's been tested. So you I I wouldn't be surprised if Cub runs right through him.
1: Yeah, I I f- You know, a couple years ago, Cub was on, you know, a pretty bad losing streak. You know, he lost to Frankie and Ortega and Shane Burgos and a couple other guys, I think. Those Um, are
0: all great fighters, though, you know.
1: But his last two fights, I thought he's, I mean, I I thought he looked really fucking good. Looked um, like it's not like those losses. I feel like those losses didn't really affect him all that much.
0: So Cub is definitely a gatekeeper type. And I, but, and I like him there. I don't hate him there, you know? Cause if you want a dude to get broke off, like throw Cubs wants in there, man, he'll fucking wear him out. Yeah. And he'll admit it. He'll say at the end, like, yeah, they wanted me to lose this fight, you know? Fuck mm-hmm. you. So yeah. I like that about him. I'm going to go with Cobb, man. This is a hard pick for me though. Cause I really do. I genuinely like both of these fighters. So I'm going to pick it just cause I have to pick it. But I mean, dude, Cobb's got twice the amount, you know, he's, he's got as many losses as Giga's got wins. Yeah. And more than double the wins that Giga does. So, I mean, you know, there's a serious, uh, not only in talent, but also just in just an experience alone. Cage time, Cubs got this dude licked a couple times over. So,
1: yeah, I, I feel like uh, even, you know, despite the the losses he, he suffered a few years back, um, I think we might be seeing, you know, and, and his age, you know, Cubs, yeah, Cubs I getting up there. He's, he's on a little run, man. Yeah, but I, I think, I think, uh, I think Cobb wins this one. I, th- I think he does so violently. I think this is a, this will probably be the fight that uh, breaks Giga down a little bit
0: and forces him to be that much better. Yeah, yeah. Because he I has can see he's, that. he's got a ton of potential, man.
1: Yeah. All right, main event, Reyes proshatka. Dude, I love this fucking fight. I like it too. I love it so much. I've, These guys I've, are bangers, man. This is gonna be. This is really gonna be a good one. Have you seen Yuri fight before?
0: I believe I have. um ooh, he's from Chechia. That's a Dude, he,
1: He's called the the Czech Samurai. I love it. Okay, have you seen his fucking hair?
0: I'm looking. Recently? At it. No, not recently, but.
1: Oh man, his he recent some,
0: hairstyle is hilarious. Has he got like some kind of weird man bun or something?
1: it's like it's like all shade. is it i mean he looks like a fucking samurai like a fucking all, european samurai that's fucking funny and he's such a wild man like he's he's like he gets into the octagon and he looks like he doesn't have any fighting skills whatsoever he's just yeah. this like goofy tall fucking gangly bastard and then and then he just fucks you up you know
0: yeah. high potential for a knockout here
1: 100 percent this fight no way this fight goes the distance no fucking way
0: ray is a great fighter but he he's coming off a loss and and it was pretty devastating wasn't isn't that the knockout loss he's coming off of
1: he's coming off two. you know he lost to john jones and what was a, a no fight shame that you could yeah,
0: no, no shame there i mean
1: and you can even argue that he won that fight
0: sure i think five uh, rounds th- with john jones though wears you out bad i think he took the next fight probably too soon
1: well yeah, Andy fought fucking Jan, who's you know, Polish power now, baby. Yeah, now he's uh, the
0: now he's the fucking champion. So Yeah. Yeah. This is think, a risky fight for Dom. Sure. I bet I bet Proshatka probably puts Reyes away and then goes on to fight Blockwitz, man, potentially.
1: Uh I think Yuri would probably have to uh win maybe a couple more. Yeah. Maybe maybe another fight. I mean he's only one and all in the UFC. He's you know I mean and mm-hmm. granted he fought he has a lot of big names on his on his record um and his ufc debut was against volkan Osmere, who's previously fought for the yeah, title he's
0: a, dude he's a he's a fifth ranked light heavyweight so he got yeah. in there
1: quick yeah i mean he could
0: did they book? they did book a fight yeah jan's got to share on the on the horizon here
1: doesn't he yeah Jan and glover yeah. are fighting in september i dude.
0: can't even keep up with how many fights they're they're announcing fights like fucking crazy it's nuts. I know. It's hard to even keep up with. Like that's, I mean, I think that's what's great about the show is it's a week to week deal. But yeah, like it's it's getting out of control. Like, <laughs> like I don't know, you know what I mean? This, like, every year after this could be a, a massive letdown. I'm just saying. No, like, I, I just,
1: I'm telling you, it's going to keep going. You, think? you know it.
0: Yeah. Oh, the UFC went public today too. By the way, did you see that? I don't know what that means. Like on the stock market, you can shit. you
1: can buy stock now. No, like fighters right,
0: now are can... bu- yeah, fighters are buying stock inside their own organization i guess
1: isn't that against the rules Isn't that insider trading fuck i have no idea not i guess not if you
0: own a piece of the company it's a promotional company i guess not they didn't do it before it went public so you know i have no idea
1: yeah i don't know yuri fucking terrifies me like this is that's that's i mean i wouldn't want to be locked in a cage with any of these guys but i feel like
0: yuri yuri would be frightening extra frightening he he looks he looks like something out of a movie in a way
1: yeah yeah phenomenal beard on that dude too Uh, dude i i I, I think
0: reyes is great man but um i don't think he's got the goods personally i think prashaka puts him away
1: yeah i think i'm all in on on yuri violently finishing uh down reyes which makes me sad because i i like like yeah
0: he's a great fighter he's a likable guy for sure
1: I i think stylistically it's a I think Yuri's going to come out and just be very confusing and Dom's not going to be able to get a good read on him and not going to be able to get his timing down. And uh, yeah, I think Yuri Yuri puts him down.
0: We're not really conflicting much this week.
1: That's all right. We're going to have weeks like that. Yeah. I'm also, I think, a little bit biased because I've been on this just this big fucking samurai kick lately. So anytime I see a fighter that closely resembles anything regarding Japanese samurai culture, like I'm just like, like I can't help but think that they're just going to be the greatest the greatest fighter ever oh shit dude what
0: the UFC released Diego Sanchez no they didn't They swear to you you. so he pulled out of the so Cerrone released a video talking about how he was going to fucking murder this kid basically right how personal it was and then Sanchez immediately pulls out of the fight and then he gets released
1: uh okay oh, that's interesting uh how much you want to bet diego goes to bare knuckle fc dude there's people gravitating over there i know
0: i don't think they're i, I mean i don't think they're paying him a crazy amount of money but obviously it's something good i mean
1: i bet you he goes to BKFC.
0: yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me i don't think he's got much clout left in the mma community this for sure would have been his last fight in the uc even if they didn't release him you know
1: well, and you got to think the UFC was probably paying him a fuck ton of money per fight, right? No. You don't think so?
0: I don't know. I don't know what his average income would have been, but I don't think it would have been.
1: Dude, he's the original Ultimate Fighter winner. Before, it, like, he and Kenny Florian fought before Stefan and Forrest. Like, he, yeah, he
0: is. I know that, but yeah. that was only a $100,000 contract over five fights. When you break that down, that's not much.
1: Yeah, but he's a fucking Diego's a legend, man. He's been in like some of the most epic fights ever. Clay Guida, fucking uh, Gilbert Melendez, you know, I mean, all these fucking fights.
0: Right, but as I understand it, unless you're you're not getting pay per view money or anything like that, unless you're carrying a strap. Very few fighters have the clout to do it. Like obviously, Connor's going to get pay per view money whether he's got a belt or not. But I don't know that Diego ever had the clout for that.
1: Uh, he was getting around a uh, hundred thousand dollars per fight.
0: That's not a lot, bro
1: no it's not not at it's all it's
0: really not a lot at all i mean that's better than most but i mean yeah for as for as many epic fights as this dude's been in 100, 100 g's a pop is nothing you
1: know dude, he's been in the ufc for fucking what 17 years
0: yeah it's a long time
1: and he's only making 100k a fight that's that's kind of tragic i feel even you know despite his uh his inconsistent you know record um
0: Yeah, the antics and all that shit, too. He's weird.
1: Yeah, he is. Remember when he walked in fucking carrying that cross?
0: Yeah, he's definitely one of the, like, original cringe. Yeah. (laughs) If anybody wants to see how fucking weird that kid was, go back and watch fucking the original tough. Stephen Bonner was funny with him.
1: Dude, the asparagus bit. <laughs> the asparagus bit was great. <laughs> like, hey, Stefan's like, don't be stupid. You know what asparagus is. Sauce. <laughs> <laughs> <It was awesome. laughs> oh, man, that was fucking classic. Such a classic scene. Yeah. What a great season that was.
0: Right. Did it was. ever
1: get better than that? I mean, maybe Tough Five. Tough Five was excellent. Well, there
0: was, I mean, there were definitely great moments, but holistically, I'm not sure it was ever better than that first season.
1: I think the first seven seasons were the best, and then after that, it started kind of tapering off yeah
0: i haven't actually i mean so they're getting ready to they're filming this new one with volkanowski and uh ortega so yeah. and they were they've been on a hiatus so i'm a little curious to see how it turns
1: out what's that going to be on do you know
0: probably at espn plus yeah they're, they're they're slowly going back and putting all the seasons in there
1: i can't watch, can watch tv it. like that anymore
0: well like on demand kind of thing or like
1: i just like just like reality tv shows like i, I, I just can't do it anymore so there,
0: from my experience, the last couple episodes of the Ultimate Fighter that I have consumed, it was a lot more fighting and a lot less house drama. But yeah, I, I don't, clearly, they got to do house drama too.
1: I mean, I, I like learning about the fighters, um, but I don't know, I just feel like I don't have a whole lot of time to sit there and play. No, I just
0: want to watch them fight, bro. I'm yeah, there to watch sure them fight. The fights. Yeah.
1: Well, that might be an interesting season. Yeah.
0: I mean, I I may pay a little closer attention to this because, you know, it's coming back just to see if they do anything different or unique. But yeah. I I don't hate the contender series. It's just for the fights, you know. For yeah. Up and coming fighters, like that's what I appreciate, and and they will they will go out of their way sort of to tell you about some of the fighters, and I think that matters. But
1: yeah, I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with watching a four minute clip of some guy saying, "Hey, this is my life story," but. You know, I don't want to see uh, 40, 47 minutes of guys doing playing pranks on each other. Yeah, and, then and three and minutes desto- of fighting. Sure. Yeah, and destroying a house that doesn't belong to them. Um, so it's definitely
0: not like that anymore. Uh, they, yeah. They've been way more into the fights, which, again, yeah, I appreciate. So, <sighs> yeah, man. This is a sneaky good card, dude.
1: Dude, this main event's going to be fucking insane, I think. I really yeah. think it's going to be extremely violent.
0: Yeah. I'm excited. I'm, now that I've, now that we've kind of went over it and talked about it, I'm really excited for it actually.
1: Yeah. Should be man. It's fucking it's MMA. That's what we're here for.
0: No, of course. I mean, some, you know, obviously there's some cards that are really going to get your goat more than others. Yeah. Well, like I said, lately, man, I've, it's hard to say. I mean,
1: it's I hard. think we're all going to be let down because it's, it's probably not going to be as good as UFC 261. right?
0: Dude, I, th- <laughs> arguably the greatest card i've ever seen personally yeah.
1: i don't know if anything can really top that that was, that
0: was fucking bananas
1: dude did you hear fucking tj dillashaw apparently pulled out of the Corey sandhagen fight
0: got cut bad actually
1: did you see did they did he post a picture of it i haven't yeah I haven't seen ariel it.
0: ariel hawani did too it's a it's a nasty cut for sure where's it's where's the cut right on that fucking brow bro right oh really cut. yeah it's bad It's a headbutt oh i fucking hate tj I can't stand him. He's a drug (laughs) cheat, but I got to defend him because the picture I saw was a fucking real deal cut, you know? So, I mean, yeah, there's no way it would heal up in time.
1: Yeah, that's a bummer, though, because that was a really good fucking fight, man.
0: Yeah, I haven't heard of a fighter getting cut up in training in a long time. So I wonder you know what's going on in his camp if they're not paying attention i mean headbutts happen man they're these these guys gotta spar and grapple and all that shit so
1: yeah but why aren't you wearing fucking headgear and shit
0: i would think close to a fight you probably should be wearing headgear but yeah you know i ask that about wrestlers all the time when i see their fucked up ears but you know it's like sort of a rite of passage i think
1: tavia you, you're balloon up and look like a fucking mutated uh <laughs> limb
0: yeah dude it's, i guess dude, so it's all good though yeah dude uh, yeah there's that's the that's you know, as as crazy good as this year has been, it's not without its like drama. There's been a lot of people that are dropping out of fights and shit for obvious reasons, COVID and all this other stuff, and somehow they keep finding their way back and making it, you know, really good, even with the replacements and shit. You know,
1: sure, yeah.
0: You know, some of these COVID bouts have just been delayed, so they just push them over to the next card.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think, I think some of the You know, a lot of times it's not even the fighters. It seems to be their camps that are catching it, not the fighters. Mm, So, you know, um, good on them. But, yeah, they just kind of, you know, you're almost like guaranteed one fight to drop because of COVID. So then they've got that sort of backfill from the card before. So, yeah, it just keeps everything exciting.
1: I wonder who's going to step in for TJ. Yeah,
0: they haven't announced it, but I think Sandhagen still looking for a fight. Dude, they got to keep Sandhagen active. Yeah. I wanted to see him murder Dillashaw, like, end him.
1: I thought there was a, a, a pretty good chance that he was going to... I mean, how can you... I mean, looking at what Corey Sandhagen has done, he is, with the exception of the Aljamain loss, like... Right, but Sandhagen is sneaky violent.
0: Yes. And it yeah. comes out of nowhere, and he doesn't telegraph anything. It's just like, boom, you know? Yeah. And he doesn't really look, like, much-ish. You know, he's not like crazy ripped up or built up or you know he's not like super he's not thick or anything you know what i mean like he's lanky yeah.
1: he doesn't you know yeah he's, i get the same vibes from him as i got from joe lozon when uh, when million, he came into the US yeah that's
0: accurate totally yeah. accurate
1: just but like i think cold. i
0: think sandhagen's a little more willing to talk lozon i thought was always very respectful and don't recall him ever really talking too much sandhagen seems to be a lot more like willing to be blunt and just say what he thinks so.
1: Especially against TJ too, because I mean, there's well, dude, I don't know that. there's some history. Then
0: I don't, yeah. yeah, sure, there's history, I'm sure, but I don't think in the community many people care for TJ Dillashaw. I think he's rubbed a lot of people wrong, and then and then to get popped for drugs, you know. So
1: well, yeah, I mean, you look at the drama with Team Alpha Male and all that shit, you know, between Uriah and Cody and and Justin Buckles and all that shit, and then yeah, he,
0: the he just doesn't seem like a good human <sighs> at all. So I don't know. You know who's winning me over dude who michael chandler
1: wow why would you not like chandler
0: well i never followed him in bellator i didn't yeah that's right again i don't i didn't really you know i was almost snobby about it yeah um but i'm sort of getting back to my roots of just he
1: seems um, like a legitimate like nice guy who's just a violent killer
0: he just it seems like a good dude yeah yep
1: like a role model-ish type of dude dude i've been a fan of chandler for years i you know
0: Yeah. So I was always on the sidelines, like, you know, on social media or whatever, I'd see who was winning or doing whatever. I mean, not, not that I would like, I could recite like his resume or anything, but yeah. So of course I knew his name and who he was, but I've just been seeing videos and and just the way he speaks and the things that he talks about, you know, I just like him.
1: He's a good ambassador for MMA. Yeah, for sure. For for sure. And now that he's at the, you know, on the UFC's level, uh, fighting for a title pretty soon. I mean, if he wins that one, I mean, there's, I don't think there's a better, uh, representative you can have, you know, as a yeah, UC champion, like,
0: I was watching some of that embedded stuff and like he, he, there was really no reason for him to go out to the fight Island or whatever per, to mm-hmm. when he did, but he like went out of his way to like go through all the protocols and like go to oh, fight yeah. Island and like be there, see how it was working, like do what was asked, you know, all that stuff. And like, he was just there. And then yeah. I think he went home and then like did it again. So yeah, I, mean, that's I think that pretty, it's pretty impressive that he you know put that much effort into just trying to be good for the UFC, like you know.
1: Well, yeah, I'm a firm believer that 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 played a, a huge part in his success in his actual UFC debut when he came out. You know, just being sure. comfortable, you know, sure. being in the in the UFC um, led to that beautiful performance against Dan Hooker.
0: Yeah,
1: you know, which is just nasty.
0: I like Dan Hooker too.
1: Yeah, man, he's he's the shit. He has a really good podcast too. By the way, you should listen to him.
0: I will. I like his accent; it's great.
1: He's a a really funny guy.
0: Yeah, he seems like a yeah. He seems awesome.
1: Just super, like down to earth. Like you know, not not afraid to yeah. I feel like a lot of those guys. A
0: lot of guys from that area are just pretty like that. You know.
1: Yeah, I think I think you're right.
0: All right, my man. Um dude every week bro <laughs> it's like yes <laughs> you know i know like I, i'm like really digging and loving saturdays
1: i'm so used to mma being on during the weekends like I, I i forget that like you got all these other promotions that are airing during the fucking week you know yeah so i need to stay uh stay yeah the games. yeah the game's
0: story. the game's changing bro for sure i mean because obviously if you know not many promotions can compete with the ufc Let's be real. Yep. They've, they've pretty solid, you know, it's, they're about NFL ish at this point with Saturdays being their day. Mm-hmm. And it's always in the prime time. So even if it's like college football or something like that, you don't really miss much. Uh, so Bellator, I feel like basically has Friday pretty locked down. So, you know, there's, there's enough food out there for everybody to eat, man. You just got to lock down the right day.
1: Did you say that they announced uh, Gilbert Burns and Wonderboy uh, wonder boy Thompson for July 10th?
0: Yeah, I did see that. And coincidentally, I'm going to be there to see it in person.
1: Boom. Oh, lucky fuck. Yeah. You son of a bitch.
0: Well, I, dude, so my guy, Billy, you know, Billy. Yep. I thought he was joking. He's like, oh, the Peto, you know, oh, look at these tickets. They're probably going to be this, that, or the other. I'm like, dude, those are going to sell out in seconds.
1: This is the Poirier McGregor three card, by the way. Everyone. Yeah.
0: And like they did sell out in seconds. Yeah. But Billy is some kind of weird ticket guru. And he, he he was like, yeah, man. Hey, you know, he messaged me like the next, the, you know, when they came out or whatever. And he's like, yeah, dude, you were right. They've sold out in seconds. I was like, yeah, I told you. And then he sent me a
1: screenshot of like confirmed two tickets. I'm like, you motherfucker. Like, how did you well, do that? Dude, he was able to lock up a PS5 like during, the, I think, like the height of like yeah, all the hysteria regarding he, it.
0: Yeah, he's sneaky, man. He, knows, he yeah. knows his shit. So shout out to Billy, dude, for hooking that up.
1: Shout out to um, Billy Gorb's.
0: So I've seen I've been to a live UFC. I've been to a couple uh MMA things. Billy's actually been to a Bellator event on Long Island. Uh and I went to the UFC with my wife here in Salt Lake. Low key card. Yeah, Yaya Rodriguez and um the other kid with the huge fro that throws weird kicks and shit. I, his name is escaping me right now. He's s- sneaky good. He was a tough alum kid. Yeah. But yeah, this will be my first UFC live in Vegas. So I'm um, and it's potentially one of the coolest mixed martial arts cards. Maybe at least the main event is probably going to be one of the most hyped main events of 2021 for sure.
1: Yeah. You guys can find a a fucking dope dealer and buy some Coke and just get fucking just redlined.
0: I don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) I'll carry Billy around if he decides I don't think That's Billy does a, that either. No, he doesn't. I'll probably have a couple of drinks. I mean, dude, I—it's I, hard for me. Like, I couldn't go in there all fucking schnockered, man. I want to remember this, you know. I want to oh, experience yeah. it. Like, I might have a beer or something, but yeah. I don't want to be all fucking blitzed up, dude. I want to, you know, I want—I want to I soak this motherfucker in, dude. I—I I could go in there sober as a Jaybird and come out high as fuck on adrenaline, really. Oh yeah. You know the—the the energy in that place, dude. The energy in Salt Lake was kicking, and there wasn't even that many people there. They were pushing us down closer to the cage, so it didn't look empty. You know?
1: And just dis- and despite only two fights being announced for the for UFC two sixty four. It's Conor McGregor and Dustin Poirier part three and then Gilbert Burns and Wonderboy Thompson, like you
0: know it's gonna be a good card.
1: Dude, it's gonna be a fucking stacked card. People are fucking,
0: you know, lining up. And everyone wants to fight on the Red Panty night, bro. Everyone does.
1: You gotta watch out, man, because there's gonna be a lot of uh Irish hooligans uh in Las Vegas that night.
0: Well I mean Ancestry says them. A little Irish, so.
1: Oh, okay. Well, just rocking and Conor McGregor t-shirt and you'll be good then. No,
0: I'm wearing a Pugilist t-shirt. I'm gonna have it made. Are sure you? Before? Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Million percent.
1: How could I not? You should like bring a handful of them and uh, maybe set up like a. You can get like a vendor. <laughs> uh <could> get thrown <laughs> out for that.
0: <laughs> if I could on get, the street. If I could get a vendor certificate, maybe, but. Yeah. i'm gonna no dude i'm gonna put our i'm gonna i'm gonna find a qr code for the show and put it on my back <laughs> so that oh I'll yeah be, well i don't know how, i don't I don't actually know where we're sitting or how high up we are we could be our back could be against the wall for all i know that, that's we, I was, we didn't get like great tickets obviously they were fucking yeah. super expensive but um any ticket to an event like this is special so
1: that's a good guerrilla marketing campaign right yeah. there dude i was,
0: shout out to my guy man you know I i think he enjoys the fights but <laughs> you know, he sent me the picture and to be honest. Like I just assumed him and his wife would go. Cause they just moved out here from New York. They haven't really spent a lot of time in Vegas. And he goes, uh, so, uh, you want to go? <laughs> I'm like, uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, uh, like,
0: yeah. You know, <laughs>
1: it was, it was, <laughs> is that was, even a question?
0: I mean, yeah. Come on, dude. <laughs> like, We, him and I have spent since he's been here, we've spent pretty much every weekend together. I think watching fights, He's almost always with me now since he's here.
1: Oh, fuck. Maybe I should pack up the family and move out uh, Move out to Utah. I'd love to have you, buddy.
0: We could actually do this shit in person. It'd be great.
1: Yeah, we'd start a studio. Yeah. Seems like a nice place to live. It's awesome, dude. Come visit sometime. I will. I will. After I get my fucking COVID vaccine, my second one.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I've got my first one. I'm getting ready to get my second one in May. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah me too. I'm not looking forward late, to it. Late May. Oh, wow. Me too.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That's
0: interesting. Yeah. You got to wait like 28 days or whatever. So.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: I felt, I feel great after the first one. It didn't even, wasn't a thing. My arm wasn't even really sore.
1: Dude, my fucking arm, I got it in my right arm and it, it got super hot for like three days and it was sore as shit.
0: Yeah. They, they warned me about that. I didn't get any of that. Yeah. Well, I'll probably be tits up on the second one. It's going to suck. Yeah. I'm not looking forward to that. No.
1: But whatever well, i guess we got to do it yeah
0: well i mean dude i got plans with my wife and memories to make man i, w- I didn't want to do this but you know fuck dude the military's throttled me with so much bullshit man i thought i was pretty good anyways but yeah what's, what's one more <laughs> yeah, fuck
1: it. yeah yeah i mean we got the smallpox vaccine Did you got smallpox vaccine i did yeah there, i got yeah. i
0: got the majority if not all of, i'd have to go back and look at my record but i got all the anthrax shit too
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Take those fucking pills. That's a fucking burner. That one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. We were just like test subjects in the, in the military, right? They're just like, you yeah, take dude, this
0: fucking pin cushions.
1: They uh, make uh, you, sir. they
0: make you sign of, uh, they say, you're going to get this shot. Now sign the voluntary waiver. <laughs> It's like
1: fuck. all the shit in boot camp like you got that like what was that peanut butter shot that they stick in? I, to
0: this day i don't exactly know what that was it's some kind right? of antibiotic yeah
1: yeah i have no fucking clue yeah, i just that. remember there was like an entire day in boot camp where you're literally just getting stuck with needles all, fucking all day. day all day yeah
0: yeah fuck all that
1: and then you get thrashed by your di's at night
0: yeah because they know obviously it sucks <laughs>
1: all right my man We'll uh we'll end it here, man. Uh yeah, we're
0: doing big things, dude. We're pushing over to YouTube. We're gonna go live here shortly. Um I'm loading up. We branched out. Uh this this will have its own feed or it already does. We'll slowly come online with more and more platforms. So uh check us out. I think
1: we need to we need to set it like a deadline for like when we're officially gonna do live because people have been reaching out to me saying, um, what's your YouTube? Like when are you guys fucking when are you doing like the video stuff? I mean okay. I'm not yeah. saying we need to finish we need to do it right now on air, yeah. but, uh, we need to find a date. Yeah, for like,
0: sure. We'll figure it out, man. I think it's a, I think it's the next appropriate
1: step. So, cause I think we're like, almost, like the stuff that I showed you earlier, like, I think we're almost, we're almost there. Okay, man.
0: I'm with you, dude. My little fat yeah. ass can hang out on a YouTube screen, dude. I'm not worried about it. You're
1: a beautiful man. You'll look fine.
0: Look at my uh, As long as my head's shining, bro, it's all good.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Use that fucking, that, uh. That raid, that head razor or whatever. Actually, dude, the the old school one, the yellow one that just <laughs>
0: yeah. used to promote. I did get that, <laughs> yeah. dude. And I took off half my fucking scalp, <laughs> so no thanks. But <clears throat> all right, bud. Uh, I look all forward right. to watching man, and uh, you you know how we do it. We'll uh we do we'll it. Be, yep. We'll be hitting up and
1: chatting the whole time. So
0: yeah. Okay.
1: All right. Until next time.